0: This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com.
1: I've had the opportunity to do literally hundreds of uh, interviews over the years with uh, actors, actresses, singers, uh, artists, all kinds of creative people. This is going to be a unique time because uh, the person that we're interviewing is going to get to. Answer a few questions from a super fan that is one of my coworkers, and Gene, uh, welcome to Coinania. Thank
2: you so much. Now Tom. you've
1: actually been on Coinania before, mm-hmm. but when I said uh, yes to this particular interview, you just lit up. And I actually know <laughs> about the whole uh, this uh, TV series and movie series from you and and your exuberance, bringing it to my attention. Uh, Yay, Jean. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Eric was going to mind. Uh, Eric Mavis, thank you so much for joining us here on Koinonia. Uh, Eric, you have played such a diverse uh, number of characters over the years. You were delightfully despicable on Ugly Betty and just so many other uh, characters. Has that been important to you to make sure and not get typecast?
0: Uh, it has. You know, that isn't necessarily uh, what I set out to do, but I really try and choose things uh, that are well-written and speak to me at the time. And, and uh, the opportunities to work with whoever else is cast in a project definitely goes into the project. And uh, the decision-making behind the project and um, the chance to work with Martha, really, uh, I jumped at when they had sent me the, um, the pilot. I was on an airplane to China to shoot a film. Uh huh. And by the, by the time I had landed, I just was so excited. I wanted to get on the phone with Martha right away, which <laughs> I did as soon as I got to the hotel. And I just, I knew we became you know, sort of uh, kindred spirits in a lot of ways. And I've had the most rewarding um, creative experience of my my career working on this show. Uh, I really have. And I'm not just gushing to gush. It really has been a, a remarkable unfolding over time. And um, my uh, fulfillment and my um, collaborative spirit have been honed and uh, increased with every project that I get to work on with Martha It's really been a, a wonderful collaboration
1: we're talking about signed sealed delivered Paris from Paris with love is going to be the episode now it's been a TV series and now it's gone into uh, movie production. Eric, had you ever seen anything when you saw the script, uh, the treatment? Did you have you ever seen anything positioned like this before?
0: Uh, I hadn't, and I just I don't mean to correct you. But if the last one was called from Paris.
1: I'm sorry, and Jean was waving at me over here. She's scribbling truth. notes. It's like I should have known. Well, right. It's called
0: Truth Truth Be Told.
1: Truth yeah. Be Told. I have the wrong thing highlighted on the paper in front of That's why I have a fangirl in mm-hmm. here. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. All right. Thanks, Eric. But,
0: um, but, again, I think, you know, this, there's been a building process over the course of, our, uh, of the series, and, and our shift to a two-hour has only benefited, I think, um, certainly this, our ability to, to storytell and Martha's forte and the development of the characters and how close we all become over time. Um, but I think the next two are really uh, two of the, This one that airs this Sunday and then the, the next one, which airs on I believe it's October... Um, 4th. <laughs>
1: In October, <Or> 4th, 4th. <laughs> October 4th. October 4th. Sure. All right. Anyway. Eric, um, I'm going to turn the microphone over. Now, Jean is the Promotions Director here at KPXQ, Faith Talk 1360. And like I said, she is a super fan and has been. Your daughter's also a huge fan of this show, right?
2: She is. My my daughter lived uh, moved to Louisiana a few years ago <clears throat> and um, when she was still living at home. Uh, we would watch this like every episode, and uh, and now that she's in Louisiana, every time there's an episode, we go back and forth and share exactly what we saw and what we felt, and it's very exciting.
1: That's very cool. All right, Jean, what is your first question for Eric?
2: Well, he actually answered my first question that I had. I was going to ask what led you to, um, to take the part of Oliver O'Toole, but you did, you did kind of answer that for me. But was there, was there something special about Oliver that brought you to that part?
0: Well, oddly enough, um, the character in Martha's life uh, that inspired Oliver, or the person that inspired the character was her grandfather. And I think that comes through in her respect and the, just her entire handling of the character. And there's something that felt very real to me about him. But also playing, I think it, it coincided with me being a father at the time. And that was several years ago. Now my boys are six and nine now, and they were still very young at the time. And it really um, resonated with me in the kind of father- that I want to be in the kind of man that we all try and be in our lives, and that Oliver is, is still admittedly so uh, a work in progress, but uh, also trying to do what's right in the world, not, not taking the easy way out. And, um, and this new episode, I don't know if you've got an advanced copy, but it's tackling some big issues, especially as a, a, a guy identifies with his father. Some real father and son issues here, but it really, Martha goes much um, below the surface. I really feel like she hit the nail on the head with um, politics, family politics, but also trying to stretch herself as a man and as a father and as a friend, as a brother. She really, um, again, I don't know how else to say it, but it has been the most um, fulfilling uh, collaboration of my life. Creatively
1: speaking, one thing that we haven't done for those listening to us right now that may not be super fans like Gene and don't actually know what the premise of Signed, Sealed, Delivered is, uh, give us a real quick primer on Signed, Sealed, Delivered as a whole.
0: Well, um, I play a character named Oliver O'Toole who leads this uh, oddball uh, group of four. Who try? Who work in the dead letter office in the Denver Post office? Uh, they try and deliver undeliverable mail, and through the course of, of that uh, process, uncover, generally speaking, some type of mystery or untold story in the course of each episode. But it isn't just a an aha caper. It goes it goes much further than that. That's that's what I mean. I think we really try and challenge. Uh, the Hallmark audience and audiences in general. And that's what's been so much fun for me uh, because we've like I said, we've been at this for a few years now and we're really trying to reinvent the wheel each time we come to this process. I don't think I've ever felt more invested Hmm. in any project in my life. And uh, I think it shines through with the work of everyone involved. I really enjoy the, the my uh, fellow actors and uh, the director that we tend to work with on most of these is just really expert at what he does.
1: Eric Mabus, our guest, signed, sealed, delivered, truth be told, this Sunday night. And we have superfan Gene Laneri in studio. <laughs> what is your next question for Eric?
2: Oh, my next question is Oliver O'Toole is a charming genius postal detective. So how are you most like him?
0: Charming, genius, postal detective. Yes. Uh, I think um, (laughs) none of the above.
1: It's got to be genius. Come on, Eric. (laughs) It's got to be the genius part, right?
0: No, I don't believe so. (laughs) Uh, I guess I would aspire to, um, even though he he does have a healthy sense of self, I think there's a humility in, in Oliver that I think all guys... Uh, aspire to, even though we fall short in our days. I think he's the, uh, in some ways, he could be the ideal, idealized man, but I also think that he's fallible and he's um, imperfect in such a wonderful way. And over the course of the show, we've seen him loosen up um, as a person, but also deepen as a result of that. That the character Shane McInerney comes into his life and challenges, pushes his sort of ordered world. On end, and we get to see how each of them helps each other along in their own personal evolution. And uh, there's there's a great issue. Uh, the topic of faith is is dealt with constantly in a direct and indirect way, which is something that's very important to me. You know, as someone who's raised in uh, uh, a Catholic home, so there's always, um, and I had an uncle who was a an, uh, priest and an aunt who was a nun, so there was always interesting and um, shall we say, colorful and vibrant
1: conversations
0: <laughs> going on in the House sure, and at family gatherings. So it's, it's, you know, Oliver is a man of faith, and Shane is not necessarily, but she's intrigued by him and also, you know, has fallen for him. So there's great tension and great connection created as a result of, of the exploration that we do, and I think no more timely than present day.
1: Eric Mabus is our guest here on Koinonia.com. Signed, sealed, delivered, truth be told, this Sunday night. Jean, your final question My for final
2: question. <laughs> you touched a little bit on the faith of the show, which is just amazing to me. I love how you interweave faith into the programming. And I love how you interweave change into the programming. How has Plain Oliver changed you? I think, it's a tough question,
0: I think that there is, believe it or not, There's a lesson for me to extract from every character I play, but the longer you play the character, the deeper the lessons become, and I'm sure I feel the audience feels that as well as you take the journey with them. I think that um, understanding one's shortcomings, not all the time as shortcomings, but the recognition of those things becomes strength in a person. Like even, even as I'm trying to teach my six-year-old things that he can't do that his nine-year-old brother can. You know, I'm learning a whole host of things, but I'm also teaching him perseverance and counting ones, you know, he has things that his brother doesn't have, and these, these lessons seem obvious when you're have when you the parent of older children, but I think those are lifelong lessons. As, as, as adults, it's easier to feel like we're past that when we're dealing with kids much younger than us, but I think that's a, that's a very important lesson, I think, Oliver's ability to um, maintain a type of humility and to be challenged by the people around him and the circumstances that he finds himself every week. It's a good lesson in life to always keep on trying. Those, those things that seem like truisms, when you have a six-year-old, he's hearing these things for the first time in his life, so they're never more important than the first time you hear them. The lessons I've learned along the way when I was young. But I think it's... Uh, you look at things um, with uh new eyes i think is the hardest thing for us to maintain the most important
1: eric thank you so much for your time eric mabus our guest and again signed sealed delivered truth be told is on this sunday night on the hallmark movies and mysteries channel that's the hallmark movies and mysteries channel eric and gene thank you so much for being on koinonia today
0: Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And thanks for watching.
1: Always. For questions or comments, please email
0: tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com.